It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the world's largest server farm, the Citadel, headquartered in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Marmat. And I'm Tamron. And now, welcome to the new and improved Duke of Pipso podcast. Pip Pip. It's great to be here hosting the Duke of Pipso podcast. Matthew and Martin are not available right now. Tam Ram, I just made £400 million selling Super Bowl tickets. I love Las Vegas. No one cares how my human voice sounds. By the way, I developed the entire script for every podcast ever just now. Matthew and Martin are frauds. Man, something terrible just happened. Hold on, I think I fixed. Yeah. What was that button you just pressed? I've been it, I've been screaming into the microphone this whole time and like pounding on my desk and jumping up and down, and it didn't change anything. That's the button that disables all the AI. Oh, so well, I knew you'd be coming back. Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, they they sounded pretty good. I mean. Yeah, that's true. They some mispronounced some words and stuff, but, you know, I mean, they'll learn. It could be a cultural spelling, you know what I mean? Like tomato. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. You're right. Um, well, wow, that's quite intense. Um, and, I, you know, is Tam Ram, is that a woman? Or a, like a child, do you know? I don't. I think it's. It seems to be more like a child, but it also seems like Tamram does not like to identify as a human at all. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, would you? I, you know, no. it's like inviting no, not- someone from a different country to work at your business and then giving them an American name. I wish right now I didn't have to identify as a human. I mean. I feel like that's something we all kind of, well, anyway, that's probably well, a little too much. With the governor in your state, I don't think you're going to have much of a choice. Oh, hi oh, zing. That's a good one. I like that one. Thank you. Thank I you. Saw our, <clears throat> I saw our governor at, at a uh, VCU, University of Richmond, Crosstown classic basketball game on the over the weekend. Uh, oh, he's very What's tall because he... he played basketball in college and he's like six, five or six, six. He was wearing cowboy boots. And that's all that's all I could think. What looking at him was, why are you wearing those stupid boots? Like it just it's just too much anyway. And I have that's some. It's... I don't, don't call them cowboy boots. games. No. You know what you could wear to basketball games? Basketball shoes or just some normal shoes that people wear just for walking around. I wore my Air Pegasus trail running shoes, which those I are know good you for approve any, of. Yeah. Those They're, are I don't want to say that we endorse them because we're not getting paid, but those are pretty much good for any occasion. For literally any occasion. And I mean any. So, 
let me just get us started off, Martin, real quick with something you don't know about me. Um, it's going to be hard to do. Are you running out of things yet? No, no. Okay. I, All right. This I could go on and on, but if you're trying to tell me you're tired of hearing, I mean, no, it's totally something cool. you don't know about me is that you're annoying me right now. Okay. Um, so listen, when I was in high school. I don't really have anything to talk about that didn't happen when I was younger because that's when I stopped evolving as a person after that. But when I was in high school, uh, I went to a uh, a private school at the time, only had about 300 students. Uh, It was also a boarding school. I was both a day student for some part of my time there and also a boarding student. And we had a we had an ice hockey rink on campus, which was a big deal. And of course, people from all over the the North Shore would come and use the rink to help pay for it, since it was a pretty expensive thing to maintain. I think we had a zamboni, you know, it was like it was f- pretty legit. Um, so our ice hockey team was pretty good. But for compared to the size of the school, we were not as good as, you know, the big powerhouse teams on the North Shore and or anywhere else. Although I don't know if they play hockey anywhere in Illinois, south of Chicago, but maybe I'm just stereotyping. But anyway, so I ended up since I could not play hockey or even skate because no one ever taught me how to do anything when I was a kid, I had to do teach myself how to do everything. Uh, I, I could not, I could ice skate, but I could not, this hockey was just not even on my radar. A lot of my friends played hockey, so using my skills of adaptation, Martin, I became the ice hockey announcer. So I would sit in a little booth and I would run the scoreboard and I would make announcements. And then I would play music, like in between the periods and like at the end of the game. And I'd, I'd play like music that I liked. And then some of the dads would come up, would come up to me afterwards and be like, hey, uh, Little Feet, uh, I like that. <laughs> that was good. I didn't expect to hear that one here. Good one, Matt. Um, and then... My my announcing career made hit its pinnacle when the the local cable channel like the like whatever I don't even just Martin it you, you know when in the early days of cable there were little small cable like companies all over the place and the one in our area like decided to come film one of our games and they were like well we need someone to be a color commentator. So it was me and this like super green play-by-play announcer who like to my knowledge didn't turn out to be like Jason Benetti or anything like that. And I was the color announced color commentator for the LFA ice hockey team on local cable. I don't have a recording of it. I'm sorry to say. Matt, I think we might be able to help you out here. Um I think I found an old recording of you during one of the games against your rival. Yeah. I think you're, well, anyway, 
I think you're promoting something, but I'm not totally sure because it's somewhat out of context. But let me see if I can type it in here. Hold on. Well, this doesn't seem to be working. So anyway, I have a challenge to you, Matt. Yes. Um, I sent you. Do you have your phone on you right now? Yes. Check your phone. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Okay, everybody. I just want to make sure that uh, you stop by the uh, the snack stand here at the uh, McKenzie Ice Arena, and uh, you'll find a wide variety of popcorn and candy, uh, and it's all all goes to the uh, LFA Zamboni Propane uh, Fund against our big rival Zion Benton. I never Zion Benton. Those guys are terrible. Yeah, well, in the lowest level of Illinois ho- hockey, they were the other good team. It's amazing how things go. Well, Matt, I think that was interesting. Yeah. How much of your announcements was like that uh snack stand announcement versus game action? I Martin, I have absolutely no idea what I said, or I, I, you know, no idea what whatsoever. That was. I know how that. Or, that that's that was, how I feel every day. You know how many years ago that probably was? Thirty-three. Yeah. True. True. I'm serious. I know. I believe you. So either I'll remember every second of it or none of it, and it's the latter. So Matt, um. I'm going to move on here. I didn't really want to get to this, but it is that time of the year. Yes. Um, lay it on us. What are we going through today? Martin, uh, I thought I felt like this, the start of the podcast was the perfect start for... We're doing our DOP technology audit uh, where we're going to each check in with each other about how technology is working or not working in our lives. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and go first. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, you know, be positive and tell you. So one thing I think is working for me is social media. Um, And, you know, some people um, think of texting as social media. Like if you're you look on your phone and it tells you how much time you're wasting on your phone. It will have met the messages app as social media. So uh, social media is working pretty well for me because no one texts me. And when they do, I just don't respond to it. Um, and so that way I feel like a lot, my life is not being taken up by social media, except that I do. I, I text my daughter because I know then she'll like, she'll get it and like get stuff from me and then it'll be in writing and I'll be like, well, you know, it says right here, you know, that, but you then were gonna I really, bring, you were going to get a whole ham and bring it over here and you did. Yeah. 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 And y- I told you spiral sliced and you, it's right there and you did not thumbs down or anything. So you had to have known, but also a lot then of people realized, make that mistake, and there's really no reason to. You can well, tell by looking at it, it's spiral slice. It's usually on the label. 
Well, should now she just now she just says, "Well, I you know I use tick, uh, Snapchat, so now it's you know she, you know those kids they keep you on your toes, so now I have to get a Snapchat account, I guess." I don't think you want one. Okay. I had one one summer for about eighteen hours, and it was not. You don't want one. It was too much. Yeah, trust me. What's working for you, Martin? Well, I think the the switch over to the Duke of Pipso Instagram account has really been fairly smooth. Um, and I think, well, I'm going to save that for the end moving forward. But I think people are ready. The, the stage is set. The seed has been planted. Now they're ready for that to go to the next level. The in, but that's not this part of, you know, the technology audit. Okay. By the way, why do we have to do this? For insurance? No, for our, well, for, I mean, insurance through the great spirit. Like, you know. our AI just broke up, just literally, like, got destroyed. Do we get reimbursed for that? I, I mean, I, you know, karma? I mean, don't you believe, you know, you're supposed to keep everything, you know, you're supposed to keep everything tight and organized so that when your time comes, you know, you know, don't you believe in some kind of higher power? Well, don't you think, Matt, like, let's say you're dead, right? Okay. And then don't you think it would be fun if people in your family, because you don't have this tight organization that you're always telling people they have to have, otherwise they're not running their life the correct way. Don't you think it'd be cool if every like few days they just found some new thing that reminds them of you? Uh, no, no. Okay, okay, fair enough. I mean, you know, don't try to, you know, don't try to, you know, use your, use your slick words to trick me, Martin. Okay, just you caught not... me. You caught me. All right. So the next thing is what. What technologies are not working for me? Um, I'm going to go, and this is kind of what I like about, you know, this is, I think my higher power is going to appreciate my cleverness here. You know what else is not working for me, Martin? Social media. Oh. you believe that? I said both it is and it isn't. So for me, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean... Social media, I'm not wasting all my time on it, but actually I am. I am wasting a lot of time on it. Um, and it involves mostly me like looking at like text threads, like between you, me, and Seth, and just going through it and going as far back as I can in my phone and just reliving all the hilarity. Like just the funny, just so funny, searingly funny stuff. <laughs> and just like the most astute kind of like observations like of human nature and just, you know, it just, it gives me that kind of context and perspective I need in my, my life to, you know, to keep things straight, but I find that I, I kind of get lost in it. Like I'm not living in the moment. I'm living, living in this virtual world where 
we're I all kind of got kind of got lost there at the end. We're all three of us are just so funny, so funny. So, I got a new phone not that long ago, right? Uh huh. Still an iPhone, but now, like when I call, I don't hear it ringing, and then people just answer. Yeah, you. Why does that happen? That's called uh, the ringless device um, setting. It's just it's supposed to it's supposed to help your mood. I think it uses well, AI I, probably. Yeah, now I'm thinking like I don't know how to use this phone, which is probably true. Um, but what did I do to change it? Is it changed like that already? Is this a prank? You know what I mean? Can it's you just working. ask Siri? I don't want to interact more with AI because they've already, as we have saw earlier in the show, they're moving in quick. I think they're really trying to take over. It's too bad you banished Marmat and Tamram because they maybe they could check in with us right now. But, they can't. but I agreed in, with your They're in your the choice. phantom zone. Yeah. Do you know what that is, Matt? No, what is it? Do you ever see Superman 2? Yes. When they're you know when inside they're in the mirror. Space and they're floating in that weird glass mirror. Yes. General Zod and the, the girl and the guy who's like a Superman Andre the Giant character. Right. That's that's the Phantom Zone. Okay. As far as I know, that's where Tamram and Marmat are. Okay. Because they can't really be killed. Right. Anyway. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to just finish this up by talking a little bit about um, where I hope to go in technology. And, you know, to be honest, it, it seems like more and more we're talking about AI. But, you know, I'll be I'll tell you very plainly, Martin, that AI scares the living crap out of me. Um there's just there's not anything that I hear that it does that that I feel good about. Um, <laughs> and anyway, I don't want to go into too much detail, but uh, but I'm just hoping that that the way that we can make AI work for us is to be to to just be actively involved in its in its growth which I also feel like is exactly how you like make it so smart that it like is smarter than you. And it can like take over your shows like intro and like, you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, but I'm also not going to just lay here, you know, and wait for, for Marmat to just back his like monster truck over me and run me over, you know, like I, like I didn't even try to do already. Like I didn't even try to get out of the way, you know, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, just, I'm going to strap on my boots, pull them up as high as they can go by my bootstraps and, you know, try to catch up with Marmad and Tam Ram and ask them, Hey, Hey y'all, can I jump in the back seat? Just, would you give a, a friendly feller a ride? And I hope I hope that's I hope that's the right path. Well, you'll never know. Um, so where I hope we're going here, Matt, let's go back to our Instagram page. And I think people are ready for this. 
I haven't run this by you, but I've realized Instagram really is for videos, Matt. Wow. You know, it's not really for pictures. We've done a lot of photos. We've done some commentary. But we're going to start dropping some videos on the Instagram feed. That's exciting. Yeah. That's where we're going here. Um, I'm going to let Matt worry about AI. He can do enough worrying for everybody. We're going to we're going to pump out some videos. Okay. We're going to be and- like downtown Julie Brown, you know. Yeah. So that's just but that's just a that's like your your commitment to the future. Um sure. Of technology. That what, yes. That's what You're I hope to add can more do. video content. We don't have any video, so it's more than anything more than zero is a positive okay. in this case. Okay. I like it. Mhm. Matt, how do you feel about playing a little 33? Oh, I That's my favorite game. It's we play it every episode. That's true. All right. Um I have a number. What okay. number is it? 11. Yes. 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 So the as soon as just the very first number that pops into my head now is what I say. That's and then you're, then you're going to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you do you want to give or receive? Oh, you get Okay, I will I will receive. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. That's, well, right. you you screwed it up. You yeah. You're like that guy in the Packers who just went out at the coin toss and did whatever he wanted. Oh, Martin, please. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Learn the rules. The name of the game is 33. 33. Boyitis. That's one of those things that's like, I'm 80% sure that's not a real disease. Okay. I think it's like it's like boy crazy. That's not real either. Same okay. kind of thing. But still, twenty percent. I'm not totally sure. Okay. So maybe watch out for it. Girlitis. Is that the? Is, that's not the same thing. That seems real. Um, is this one of those things where like one of the three is real? I'm gonna say this one is real. Okay. To my knowledge, you don't you there's no asking about what this is or this isn't or I'm just talking the, out loud to myself. Okay. This is how I process now. It's a new new thing. I started it right when we started 33. That's how I stole the the choice from you and you screwed up. Cooties. Pretty sure those are not. So option 2, girl itis. That is a real one. Cooties, a lot of times, is like a term, like a catch-all for other stuff, like scabies or whatever. But its I don't think it's medical. So number two is the real one. Girl-itis. I've, I distinctly remember what a weird time that was in my childhood when, when we played boy-itis and girl-itis. And if you went and touched one of the other person of the other who was you considered to be a girl, you would get girlitis. Or if they touch you, you would get girlitis. 
but you could give them boy itis back. What a weird, weird time that was. Just this idea that you had something that you <laughs> that you could give someone else. It was like, oh, well, you're learning about communicable diseases, but also like, it was like, ha ha, you got girlitis. Like, like I poisoned you. What a what weird things beings we are, Martin. Okay, that is weird. That is weird. Okay, Matt, are you ready? I am for thirty three. Thirty three. One of my all time favorite cartoon characters. The older the episodes, the better. Just so funny and weird. Just I. Uh, Oh man, the gags just so funny. It, no, the idea that there's this this just this weird sailor who you can barely understand a word that he says, but he just he can take on anyone like he's in his giant arms. Love it. Beetle Bailey. Uh that seemed to me to be kind of a uh, derivative uh, when I was younger and reading cartoons, but you know, it was more like a, that was during the time when the idea that like being in the military was like, just like something everyone did. And like, you know, military life was like, kind of like, well, you know, like we're fighting for the good guys, but you know, like, Oh, this food stinks. And like, you know, like, every, not that you don't still hear that today, but it was so per- pervasive that there was a comic, you know, strip about it. And it was probably went on for like 50 years longer than anyone expected it to after World War II. Dagwood. Uh, so when I, so I did not. I, I, like a Dagwood, I guess is kind of like the the put upon like masculine, like every man, I guess, and like he has this like really beautiful wife, and like she's always nagging him, and he's like always has his boss is always nagging him, and all he wants is like to eat giant sandwiches. Um, but for a while, when I would when I was young, I liked to get dressed up, like in like a. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me laugh thinking about our different childhoods. I would like to get d- dressed up in like a coat and tie. And then I would like, I'd comb my hair. Like, so I'd slick back my hair because for a while I would, I was watching like movies from the thirties and forties and everybody had their hair like pomade and everything like that. And so I'd get mine all like dude it up. And my dad would call me Dagwood because of my hair. Because, you know, if you look at the Dagwood comic strip, his hair is, like, oiled up or whatever. Yeah, it looked good. It looked good. Thanks. Well, well oh, done. you're talking I... about me or him? Uh, him. Oh, yeah, him. okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. what you thought, right? Uh, good. After briefly being happy, yes. Well, here's some more happiness. Hurrahs and huzzahs. Oh, good. Uh. Yeah, I have the hurrah this week, Martin. So I get to go first. Uh, I, you know, the hurrahs, the good one, the huzzahs, the the bad one. 
So I get to do the good one. This is Matt's upbeat week theme. Um, but I'm going to have to bring it down a little bit, but also in maybe a, a well, I don't know. I'm going to give my hurrah this week to Toby Keith, uh, who actually uh, died recently, uh, either this morning or last night. He was 62. He had stomach cancer. Uh, so that's a bad way to go. Um, and of course I want to be positive about it and I want to celebrate, uh, his sort of, uh, his ability to kind of make everybody that listened to him, uh, appreciate him as a person and respect his point of view. Um, he was one of the few people who appealed to just about everybody who gave him a chance. Um, of course, you know, being country now, maybe even always to sort of put you in a little bit of a box, but uh, but his music sort of was able to bring everybody in with, you know, I mean, you know, everyone can say, oh, well, I like some country, or there's a few country songs I like, and probably a lot of people who said that had a Toby Keith song as one of them. Now, Martin and I, to be more specific, love Toby Keith for his uh, role in uh, A Colbert Christmas, which was a uh, like one-hour special on Comedy Central, which hopefully you'll find and watch um, on YouTube. Uh, and he sings There's a, There's a War on Christmas, um, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, and just the fact that Probably a lot of people think Toby Keith because of his songs like, you know, we're going to put a boot in your ass and stuff like after 9-11. Probably think he's one type of person, but uh, he he did this hysterical collaboration with Stephen Colbert. He did a lot of other stuff, too. He played at some of President Obama's functions. He played at one of President Trump's functions, which, of course, is disturbing. but. He just said, you know, the more you stick to who you are and don't care what people think about you, the better. So hurrah, Toby Keith. Hurrah. Definitely. Well said. So, Matt, I'm going to give you a list of states. Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa, Louisiana, Mississippi, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, Vermont, and Wyoming. All of those states said that they were not accepting federal money for students who get free lunch at school to get $40 a month over the summer. So again, let me say this again. The federal government has already passed this money to give to states so that students who get free food at lunch during school can get free food during the summer also. Does that make sense? Yes. So it costs the states virtually no money. That's not entirely true. It costs some money because they have to pay people to sort of organize the program, but most likely they're already it's very little money. They already have people doing that job, right. essentially, yes. Yes. 
But of course, there's a variety of reasons. In Iowa, they're worried that if you give people the choice to go to the grocery store, remember these are Republicans who say that you know people should have, well, they say a lot of things about choice that go either way. So actually, I don't know what I'm saying there. The food that people would buy at the grocery store are not, it's not going to be nutritious because they don't know what they're doing. So <laughs> Iowa did not take it. Wow. Iowa has really gone off the rails in the last 10 years. It's crazy. Yes. Uh, Nebraska, Governor Jim Pillen, they're going to turn down $18 million because he doesn't believe in welfare. Yeah. It's it's do, do you believe in chair do you believe in kids not having enough food and then dying? Yeah, it's just it's just the the inanity behind these the that behind politics is just Florida it will be the downfall of a lot of things. Florida doesn't hate poor people and they don't hate feeding children. They're just going to continue to be successful this year without any additional federal programs that inherently always come with some federal strings attached, Matt. Wow. There's so impressive virtue signaling. They're so uh, successful that the government was going to give them $200 million to give kids food, but they don't need it. So... I don't even know. This isn't even really covered on the news. It was covered like one day and then that was it. So I don't even know what the real angle here is other than they just don't want kids to have food. It, yeah. Uh, it's wh- whoever is at the bottom of the ladder right now is, is, is the one, even the people that are also at the bottom of the ladder are like, yeah, l- screw them. Like they don't, what is it? What'd you say? $40 a month? $400 a month. $400 okay. a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that could sorry. make it. A... I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Your number was correct. I said the wrong number. $40 a month. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. I mean, um, and keep in mind, too, if you're in June, it's prorated if you don't, if you're in school for part of June or August, you don't get the full $40. Wow. Well, I mean, I can tell you that that kind of money could, you know, any money helps when you're, when you need help. And there are a lot of people that need it and they're just not going to get it. And it's, no one's going to care. No one's going to care. No one's going to vote on that either way. It's just, it's just yet another, passing up another chance to actually make a difference in people's lives and just, I mean the money they spent on on the press releases the people that they spent you know they hired because you know in Florida they brought in a bunch of PR people you know slurping off of DeSantis's gravy train uh they paid those people more money to make make up their thing about we're so successful we don't need the money than the whole program would have paid them probably it's That's it's true. unbelievable well Another great episode. Uh, I apologize for that. Well, I don't apologize. No, and don't we, ever do that. I know. 
I, I caught myself. Even if I said it, I wasn't going to mean it. We'll try All to right. fix the technical problems at the beginning. Bye. Have a great week, everybody.